0: Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve White. Hi everyone and welcome to the podcast. What I want to talk to you about this week is finding your differentiation. And this is very important if you want to succeed as a B2B writer or copywriter. Let me tell you a story that illustrates how important this is. I live in a small city, a couple hundred thousand people. And like most small cities, we have a weekend newspaper that has everything you need for the weekend in it. It has uh, supermarket coupons in it, and it also has uh, a very big real estate section right in the middle of it. And if you uh, turn through the pages of this real estate section, you'll see pages and pages and pages of dozens of real estate ads on each page and with pictures of real estate agents on each of these ads. So you go through this section and you're seeing literally dozens and dozens of real estate agents. Their faces looking at you smiling. They all claim they're number one. They all claim they can sell your home fast. They're all making the same claims and they all look exactly the same. They're all very similar. So if you, unless you know a particular realtor that you know, like, and trust, um, then it's very difficult to pick a realtor in this town because they all present themselves in very much the same way. They're all just a crowd of real estate agents. Which one stands out? No one stands out. Uh, and I was telling this story to a friend of mine who lives in a different town. And he said in his town, they have much the same issue. they got lots of real estate agents. There's a picture of a real estate agent on the park bench of of every every park bench in town. And he said that there's this one realtor who is different. Sure, he shows his pictures in all his ads. And sure, he says he's number one and he has 98% success rate selling homes. And all the basic credentials that you hear a lot from other real estate agents. But the one thing that makes them different is he says he's a he builds himself as a real estate agent and dog lover, and in all his ads, there's a picture of him, but there's also a picture of his dog so he's so in his town he's positioned as the real estate agent who's the dog lover now you that would obviously appeal to um, to people who have dogs who are dog lovers, but even if you're not a dog lover. Being a dog lover says a lot about who you are um you It's very difficult not to like someone who likes dogs. <laughs> you know uh you can imagine this guy's probably a nice guy, a family guy simply because he says he's a dog lover, but what it does is it makes him stand out because he's the only realtor who builds himself that way he's he's the only realtor with a dog in in, in his pictures. Uh, billing himself as a dog lover and that makes him stand out from the crowd he gets noticed that way because he's the realtor who's the dog lover and by the way I did a google search on this and he's not the only one there's a few other realtors I found on the internet who also bill themselves as dog lovers there's one realtor who has the uh, tagline realtor by day dog lover by night Okay, so what does all this have to do with your success as a B two B writer or copywriter? Well, B two B is a specialty. Uh, you know, there's a feeling among uh, clients, B two B companies, that uh, being a B two B writer takes uh, takes extra skills and extra knowledge beyond just the people who are generalists when it comes to copywriters. So there is a sense in in the marketplace that if you're a B2B writer, you already stand out a little bit. Uh, That you are a specialist, that you have some extra skills and knowledge that general purpose copywriters don't have. So billing yourself as a B2B copywriter will certainly help you stand out. However, there is still a lot of B2B writers and copywriters on the market. Um, If you do a Google search, for example, and just type in B2B copywriter, you'll find page after page after page of B2B copywriters. So just saying you're a B2B copywriter is not enough to make you stand out from the hundreds or perhaps thousands of other professionals out there who are also calling themselves a B2B writer or copywriter. And you don't want to end up like those realtors, those faces on, on the page and on, on, the, on the weekend uh, news, newspaper where there's page after page of realtors and they all look the same. You, you want to be able to stand out as a B2B copywriter. So when someone is looking for B2B copywriting help, then you're going to stand out. There's something different about you that's going to make you stand out and get noticed from the crowd. In copywriting, as you well know, this is called finding your differentiation. What is it about you that makes you unique, that makes you special, that makes you different from other B2B copywriters? What is it about you that makes you stand out from the crowd and get noticed? That's what I want to talk to you about in this podcast, is a process that will help you find out what it is that makes you different. What is your key differentiator? And then I'm going to tell you, give you some tips on how to communicate that differentiation effectively so you do stand out from other copywriters and you do get noticed. Okay, so what are the steps to finding out what differentiates you, finding your differentiator? Well, there's basically three steps. Step number one, make a list. Make a list of possible things that differentiate you. Number two, evaluate the items on that list, the differentiators on that list, and try to determine which which ones would be most important to clients, which ones would be most likely to be memorable and meaningful to clients, which ones would be most likely to stand out. And then finally, when you pick something that differentiates you, communicate that differentiation effectively on your website, in your emails, and in your marketing materials. So let me walk you through this three-step process. Step number one, you need to make a list. And this is really a brainstorming exercise. Uh, Make a list of those things that you think would differentiate you in your marketplace. It would differentiate you as a B2B copywriter, would make you stand out, would make you seem different or unique or better or special compared to other B2B copywriters on the market. And let me give you some categories to look at when you are brainstorming these uh, possible differentiators. One way to differentiate yourself is through project specialization, to be a specialist in a particular project, to be a case study specialist or an email specialist or a website specialist or an article specialist or an e-newsletter specialist. Um, For example, Michael Katz for many, many years specialized in e-newsletters for professional service companies, mostly B2B professional service companies. And that made him stand out because he was known as the e-newsletter expert. Everybody knew him as that. That made him stand out as a copywriter. Now, did he write other things as well for clients? Did he write websites and other materials? I don't know for sure, but I, I, I think he probably did. But he, but what newsletters did is it made him stand out. Okay, He wasn't just a face among many faces in the copywriting market, he was someone who stood out as an expert on, on a particular type of projects, and in his case, e-newsletters. So that could be a potential for you to so think, are there some projects you could be known as the specialist in? Could you be the specialist in case studies or Websites or emails or advertising or trade show materials or something like that. If there is, add those to the list as potential ways that you can differentiate yourself. Another way to differentiate yourself is by industry specialization. You could be someone who specializes in a particular industry or niche market. I know someone, for example, who specializes in working with accounting firms. That's all, all she does. She, she's a copywriter specializing in working with accounting firms, and she writes websites for them, emails for them, marketing materials. In fact, she even has a service where she ghost writes articles and even books for accounting firms. So she, she really focuses on that market, and that makes her stand out on, in the marketplace, So when someone who is a marketing director of an accounting firm or the owner of of an accounting firm, when they're looking for a copywriter, they go on Google, they search, they see hundreds of copywriters, but then they find her and they realize she specializes in accounting firms. And that makes her stand out immediately. In fact, I don't know of any other copywriter who specializes in accounting firms. So she has literally no competition that I know of. So that's another way you can differentiate is through the industry or niche market that you focus on. So make sure when you're brainstorming differentiators, add that to the list and think about that. Another way to differentiate is with target market, target audience specialization rather, not target market, target audience specialization. This takes a little bit of explaining. Um, This is where you focus on the type of of uh, target markets that your clients target, let me give you an example for clarity uh, let 's say like for example, um, one of my best clients is is a company that them, that they target realtors. their customers are realtors and real estate agents now i don 't work directly with real estate agents, but I work with them, so i so you know I work with companies that target real estate agents. <laughs> Okay, it's a it's kind of a roundabout specialization. But if you're a company that sells products and services to realtors, you should talk to me because that's one of my niche markets, that's one of my specialties. So you can specialize that way. Another way to differentiate yourself is by your unique credentials. Do you have, uh, uh, you know, a unique experience or unique credentials that makes you stand out from other copywriters? Uh, When Ed Gandia, for example, uh, started his copywriting business many years ago, his previous experience, his unique credentials, was that he spent many years in software sales. He was a very successful software salesperson. So when he became a copywriter, the way he differentiated himself is he, first of all, targeted software companies, and he became the software sales pro turned copywriter. And, and that caught on. People remembered that. People, people uh, That stood up from other copywriters uh, because he was, he was the software sales guy who turned into a, a, a great copywriter. And that resonated with his target market. So anything that's unique in regards to your education, your past experience, your credentials that you could bring to the table that's meaningful to clients, that's a little bit different than what other copywriters offer, can be something that you can use to differentiate yourself. Another way you can do it is to create some kind of brand name or brand theme for yourself. This is a little bit different and a little bit risky, but it can work very well. For example, I I knew someone many years ago who, in fact, I think she's still in business, who billed herself as the farm girl copywriter. And on her website, she had a picture of herself sitting on a tractor and she grew up on a farm. And, of course, she specialized in agribusiness, so that was a big fit for her. So she differentiated herself in a couple of ways. She had this kind of unique brand name, I'm the Farm Girl Copywriter. And also, uh, she, she had an industry specialization. She specialized in agribusiness and, and companies that sell equipment and supplies and materials to farms. Um, now, when you when she built herself that way, when she became the Farm Girl Copywriter, you know, she kind of locks that in. No one else can call themselves the Farm goal Copywriter really with any legitimacy because she owns that. That's her brand. She turned that into a brand name. Uh, I know a couple of other examples of this. Uh, there's another copywriter who's uh, very well known. Uh, specializes in working with entrepreneurs, so she works with those B2C and B2B. But she builds herself as the rad hot copywriter. And her website is Red Hot Copy. And she has this blazing red hair. So it, it fits her brand completely. So she's known as that, as the Red Hot Copywriter. And it's very memorable. And it's it's unforgettable in many ways. And that really works for her. Uh, I know someone else who uh, bills themselves as the, the Wonder Grow. And on her website, she, she bills herself as the Wonder Grow for your B2B business. And, and you can almost picture... Uh, someone fertilizing a garden and the flowers and plants are growing very rapidly because they're fertilizing their garden with Wonder Grow. So, but she's the Wonder Grow for B2B businesses. Uh, that's a very new brand that, that she started. I don't know how well it's working for her, but I love it because it's, uh, it's, uh, it's just you know, the whole analogy. And, and if the brand takes off, it can really work well for her. I have another friend who bills himself as, as a Sharp copy. And his last name, his last name actually is Sharp. It's Alan Sharp. So he's sharpcopy.com. And of course, very convenient name, but it works well with his brand. So if you can come up with some some catchy brand phrase that's sticky, that captures people's imagination, that is really memorable, then that can work very well in differentiating yourself. However, there's a risk. Uh, Coming up with a brand like that, it's almost like writing a song and hoping it's a hit. If your song doesn't become a hit, well, then you're doomed. The same thing with your brand. You know, if you can come up with a fancy-sounding brand or a catchy brand, but if it doesn't take off, if it if it doesn't stand out, if it doesn't work, well, it's, it's a flop, just like a, a song is a flop if it doesn't become a hit. So uh, it's a risky approach, but if you can... Try doing that, it can work very, very well. Another way to brand yourself is with personality. That analogy I told you earlier about the realtor uh, who is also the dog lover, he's trying to tie his brand to a particular personality about himself. He's a dog lover. That says a lot about your personality. Uh, So he's trying to tie himself to that and he's using his personality or trying to define his personality through his brand. I know another uh, copywriter who's very successful. Her name is Amy Harrison. And, you know, she is, uh, she's really funny. She's funny and she's quirky. And she actually produces a series of YouTube videos uh, about the adventures of, of, a, of a freelance copywriter. And they're just really funny. She's like a stand-up comic who's a copywriter. And she's a very good and successful copywriter as well, but she, she uses her humor and her quirkiness as a way to brand herself. You just uh, her her humor and her uh, good nature is almost contagious when you get to her website. So she's using that as a way to brand herself. She's just a funny, interesting, you know, very clever person, and that works well for her. Uh, so if. You might try something like that, is branding yourself through your personality. Perhaps you are a chermunchkin and very serious and, and you, uh, you insist on bottom line results and, and you're a no-nonsense kind of person. There's some people who brand themselves that way. If that's truly you, that's truly the way you are, then perhaps you can use that as part of your brand and that will resonate w- with a certain segment of, of the marketplace. Something to think about. Another way to brand yourself is brand, branding yourself through what you can do for your clients. Now, this is also a little bit risky because if you brand yourself with the results you can achieve for your clients, well, you better be able to achieve those results or you're going to lose all credibility. So very, be very, very careful. Uh, there's a very successful copywriter. His name's Dean Ryack, And on his website, uh, he actually says, I'm the copywriter to call when you want sales not just words. So he's trying to differentiate himself from other copywriters by saying a lot of copywriters will just write pretty words for you. They're very good writers, but he's the copywriter to call if you want sales, if you want your copy to actually sell. Now, believe it or not, there's not that many copywriters who make that claim. It astonishes me, but there isn't that many especially in B2B writing. So if that's you, if you're the kind of copywriter who's very good at direct response copywriter, was B2B lead generation copywriter, you're, you're good at writing sales letters and emails, then branding yourself in a way that's similar. Maybe you get sales, maybe you get results, maybe you get conversions, and you can really promise that and you're good at that, then that could be a way to brand yourself. And another way to brand yourself is through some process that you have. Maybe there's some proprietary process that you've created for yourself in the way you write copy that really works well for your clients, and you put a special branded name on that, and it works well. Um, I have a process that uh, surprisingly has brought some clients to me. There's a little booklet I wrote many uh, a couple years ago called the Clincher Copywriting Formula, and it's a special copywriting formula that I created, that's a variation on some standard copywriting formulas, but I call it the clincher copywriting formula. And in fact, the clincher is actually one of the steps in that formula. And a lot of clients, uh, new clients have called me and they said, you know, I've read your book on the clincher copywriting formula, and this is the kind of copy that we want. So it's a kind of a proprietary process that I created for writing sales copy that works well for me. It's not that much different than other processes for writing copy, but I Created a brand around it, I created a specific process, and that process has has influenced my brand a little bit surprisingly. so that could be a way you could do it yourself by having some sort of proprietary method or process that you follow that you put a special name on, and maybe you can become known for that and The final way to brand yourself is a way that 's unachievable to most of us, uh, especially if you 're starting your business, and that is to become famous you 've probably seen some very famous copywriters. Who um, who don't seem to have any other kind of brand. They don't specialize in a particular industry or they don't do anything special, and yet they're doing very well. Well, the reason why they're doing well is they're well established. They're a brand. They've been at it for years and years and years, and they can kind of get away without differentiating much because their name is so well known. Their name itself, the name, their name itself differentiates them. You know, there's only one Bob Bly, for example. So all he has to say is, I'm Bob Bly, and that's enough to differentiate him from other copywriters, okay? Uh, Even people who know very little about copywriting know who Bob Bly is. So he's a very famous name. Uh, That may not be achievable for you yet in this, uh, at your particular stage in your copywriting business, but it's something to aspire to. So those are some ways that you can differentiate yourself. When you're brainstorming ways to find your differentiator, you know, go through that list and uh, think of all these different angles and see if you can come up with four or five different ways that you could possibly differentiate yourself as a copywriter. And then when you do that, your next step is to look at that list, step two, and evaluate. Take a look at your list and ask yourself, which of these differentiators will help make me stand out to my target market? Which of these would be most memorable to my target market which of these are more meaningful to clients for example you may want to uh, position yourself as the red hat copywriter because on your website you wear a big red hat and you're known as the red hat copywriter that might work as a brand that might work as a differentiator it certainly would look different however would that be meaningful to your target market would they see that as kind of an advantage to talking to you i don't know It's something that you just need to think about and maybe it's something worth trying, but at least you have to ask yourself that question. Would it be meaningful to my target market? Okay. Uh, Another way to figure this out when you're going through your list and figuring out which differentiators you might want to go with is ask some friends what they think. Uh, You know, if you're going to position yourself as a um, as a particular brand name that you've come up with, for example, ask some friends what they think of that, what their impressions are of that and and try to get some feedback. And of course, if you can get any feedback from current clients that you're working with on, on what differentiator that you're going to go in with, um, that can be very, very, uh, insightful because your clients already know what makes you different. So if you have an idea for what makes you different, And you can talk to some clients on that level and ask them some of those questions about, hey, you know, I'm thinking of differentiating differentiating myself in this way and maybe that way. What do you think? They can give you some very clear insights and and sometimes some very surprising insights. I know this takes some guesswork. You know, sometimes at the end of the day, you just have to go go with the differentiator that you think might work best for you and then make that decision and move forward. And then you're on to step three. Once you've decided what differentiates you and what you're going to go with as your differentiator, step three is to communicate that differentiation. Be bold about this. Don't hide it. Uh, make it loud and clear on your website. Make it loud and clear in your quotes and proposals. Make it loud and clear in all your other uh, marketing materials. Because once you have that differentiation, you want, you want to communicate it effectively, loudly. Obviously, because that's what's going to make you stand out from the uh, sea of other potential copywriters out there on the market. You know, uh, a couple weeks ago, I did a workshop to a group of professional speakers. And I told them, I said, you know, if you're the same, if you look the same, if you seem the same as other speakers, then you're doomed because it's going to be very difficult for you to succeed. Unless people notice your differences. Because at the end of the day, people people notice what's different from one service provider to another. Not what's the same, but what's different. The same is true for copywriters. For us copywriters, clients notice what's different about us. So decide what is different about you. Decide what truly differentiates you in the marketplace. And when you discover what that is, communicate it effectively. And if you do that, then you'll stand out from the clouds, crowds, clients will notice you, and you'll have a much better chance of building your copywriting business or, or B2B writing business successfully. So that's differentiation and how to differentiate yourself. If you have any questions or comments about this topic, do me a favor, send me an email. I'm Steve Sloanwhite, and my email address is very simple, steve at steveslonwhite.com, and I'd also appreciate your ideas or topic ideas that you might have for future editions of B2B Writing Success. So until the next podcast, uh, good luck with growing your B2B writing business. We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Slonwhite. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit wwwb 2 bwritingsuccesscom